0: Welcome back to another What's Up podcast. I am the What's Up associate editor, Jocelyn Murphy, and I'm very excited to be talking to a real-life performer about a real-life show coming up that you can actually go and see in person. I feel like that's the point that I'm at every time I'm like doing one of these again. So it's very exciting uh, to have Erin LaCroix on the phone with us today uh, talking about your upcoming show at the Walton Arts Center, A Natural State of Mind.
1: Yes, I am so looking forward to it, Jocelyn. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, thank you so much for chatting with us. And as I said, we're all very excited anytime uh, these days that we have something real that we can see in person. And uh, this is especially exciting because Erin is a bona fide Broadway star, Broadway performer (laughs) coming to the Walton Arts Center. So we're very excited.
1: Yes, I am so excited and I'm really looking forward to performing with my dear friend John Riddle. He's the current Val in the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway and also my friend Eric Fry who will be playing piano for us. Um, They're both incredible artists and musicians and amazing people.
0: Yes, well and you are also, you and John were in uh, Phantom of the Opera together and that was your Broadway debut, is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. Yes, I played Christine for about a year and a half.
0: Yeah, that's so that's what I wanted to ask. Uh, Christine was your Broadway debut, uh, and Christine is also where you took your, unknowingly, your last bow. What was it, hours before Broadway went dark?
1: Yes, so Phantom of the Opera was actually the only show performing the day Broadway went dark. We had a Thursday matinee. No other shows on Broadway had Thursday matinees. And so we found out, I kid you not, moments before my first entrance. At the top of the show, I was getting ready to go out for my first big number, Think of Me, and a friend of mine backstage turned to me and he said, Aaron, he was on his phone, he said they made the announcement they're shutting down Broadway today at 5 o'clock. So we took our final bow at 430 We had a mandatory company meeting right after the show. Um, I mean, it it was something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow. So that's a... A little different than a lot of people that I've heard Uh, you know they it was a kind of situation where their last gig that they performed or last show that they were in you know they they were like I didn't know that that was gonna be my last time on stage in a year and surely you couldn't have known that day okay Broadway's closing at five uh, we're not gonna be back for over a year but but you knew for that whole performance we don't know when we'll be back I'm sure that made it really emotional
1: It really did, and so I was actually, um, I had about a month left of my contract at that point because I was set to leave to start my contract for my second Broadway show, which is the revival of 1776, Mm -hmm. and I was supposed to start that in April, so I actually came to the realization about halfway through that final performance of Phantom that, oh my goodness, this could be my last show. So it was actually, it really was a bit of an emotional experience. Um, But, you know, also remembering that we had a show to do and Mm -hmm. we had an audience that was there and, you know, to keep it, to keep it professional, even though we were all asking a bunch of questions and experiencing a lot of emotions in that moment of
0: course of course so 1776 that's still uh coming down the pipe that hasn't that's not one of the things that COVID has just totally ruined forever for us you you've still got that uh coming up is that correct
1: correct as of right now it is set to um run on broadway in beginning in march of 2022 it'll be at the roundabout theater um and we're supposed to be doing a pre-broadway tour uh before that we don't have confirmed dates for that yet um but the but the broadway run is set for spring of next year
0: good good well i'm so glad to hear that that's still in the works and yeah wasn't completely just uh, just some of the things I feel like uh, were put on hold until we knew. And then some of the things it was like, well, we wanted to come back, but we're just going to have to scrap it completely. So that's, yes. that's wonderful news.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. I'm thankful for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you and John were in Phantom of the Opera together. And yes. now you're coming to the Walton Arts Center stage together. Tell yes. me, um, but, but you, John and Eric, tell me about, you know, what brought, brought you guys to the point where you're talking about coming to Arkansas. How did this show come to be A Natural State of Mind? <sighs>
1: Yes. So John, this will actually be John's first time coming to Arkansas. He's never been to Arkansas before. And um, I'm really excited for him to come. I actually have family in Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So I've grown up coming to Northwest Arkansas to visit family. And I have some good friends in the area as well. And it was actually a friend of mine who connected me to um a friend of hers over at the walton arts center um in regards to potentially putting up a show um and my friend eric and um, actually is on staff over at oklahoma city university mm-hmm. which is about three three and a half hours from northwest arkansas which is my alma mater mm-hmm. um so it's not too far so that's kind of how all of that came about um, yeah
0: So the three of you, uh, you kind of got hooked up with, with someone at the Walton Arts Center and did you come to them and say, okay, like, what is this evening going to look like? Do you know, are you just like playing what you feel in the moment of the night or is it a pretty set, you know, list of songs? Like how, how is the evening going to go?
1: Yes, so we've we've built a show. So this is okay. the first time John and I have done um, a show together, just the two of us. And it's the first time both of us together will actually be performing with Eric. I've I've known Eric for a few years now. We've actually performed together in the past, um, but this will be the first time the three of us are coming together. So we have built a show just specifically for April seventeenth for both our two p.m. and seven p.m. shows, um, and it's going to be around a. a 75-minute performance, Um, and we have um, solos and duets that we are really looking forward to singing, and we're also going to be sharing some stories, some backstage stories from Phantom, um, some stories about how we got involved in theater, you know, what first inspired us um, to have the, the dream of pursuing a career in theater. So there'll be lots of fun little stories and anecdotes that we'll be throwing in throughout the evening as well, weaving that in with the duets and the solos that we'll be singing.
0: Mm, wonderful. Yeah, of course I was gonna ask, you know, I don't don't want to give anything away about some of the behind the scenes stories you'll be telling, but um, I feel like as an actor who has made Made it to Broadway uh, and performed in one of one of if not maybe the most famous Broadway musical of all time. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say so, yes. Yeah, you've got to have you, the well, audiences surely would definitely be wanting to know some of your journey and how you got there and and of course that was your broadway debut but you've got some also other really great shows under your belt and off broadway and tours and regional performances and i feel like it's a really good mix of some of those that are very famous names that pretty much everyone is going to know and then some name like names of shows that pretty like you have to be a pretty good theater fan to know it but also yes. a big fan of that
1: Yes, yes, I would agree with that for sure, Jocelyn.
0: Yeah, yeah. So very excited to hear some of those stories. And um, <clears throat> so you said uh, you and John will also be discussing some of your time on uh, d- during Phantom of the, of the Opera as well?
1: Yes, yes, we will be talking about that. And we will for sure be singing the famous Christine Rao duet from Phantom uh. of the Opera. <laughs> so, and actually... You know, the last time we sang that together was on stage for our last performance wow. um, at the Majestic Theater in New York. So it's going to be it's going to be super special. I, just got goosebumps. I, think. I mean, I, <laughs> I think it's going to be super special for us having the opportunity to come together and singing that again for the first time in over a year um so I think that that's going to be really special
0: I'm really looking
1: forward to that that part of the evening
0: yeah yeah I was going to ask if you so you said this is the first time that you and John will be performing just the two of you together have you had any other opportunities since you know leaving uh Phantom on Broadway has anything else come up uh performance wise over the last year
1: Yes. You know what? I've had two opportunities that I'm super thankful for. I was able to do um, a solo recital in Ocean City, New Jersey through the Ocean City Pops. Um, I did that in the end of August. It was a similar situation like it is at the Walton Arts Center. Mm. I think the auditorium sat about a thousand people and we only had a hundred people spread out um, in the auditorium and it was um, you know, a shorter show without intermission just to follow smart COVID procedures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did get to do that, which I was so thankful for. And then actually in December, um, my my friend John Riddle and uh, my friend Megan Paterno, who's the other Christine over at Phantom, um, our friend Tamara Green, who plays George Washington and Hamilton on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And then our friend Dan Mickekay, who's the music director for Wicked on Broadway. We all had the opportunity to do a concert, a small concert together um, along with um, another choir, a small choir in a church in Connecticut. We didn't have an audience, but we were able to live stream it um, for lots of people. Um, So we did a few solo numbers for that, a couple of duets, the small choir sang some numbers, and that was close to Christmas time. Mm. Um, So there was a bit of a Christmas theme to it, and we did a few Broadway numbers, and oh my goodness, it just, it was so great, because I think I think one of the biggest things that we're all really missing as performers, because of course we can still sing in our own space, but what we're missing is the collaboration Mm -hmm. and the teamwork, because what we do with shows, it's all about the collaboration and the people and the teamwork. And when you get to come together again to do something like that, I just find that there's just something in our hearts and our souls that has just been missing for a little bit mm. that ignites um, when we get to come together. So that was just, I, I was thankful to do the solo show in August, but there was just something more special about collaborating with my friends and my colleagues for that, that other concert that we got to do in Connecticut in December
0: absolutely yeah um and that kind of goes along with one of the questions i had is what are some of the things that i i'm sure you and every other performer and really everyone in the world are tired of answering this question but what are some of the things that have gotten you through the past year so
1: Man, I, you know, I've started coaching on Zoom, hmm. so, and that's not something I had done much before all of this, but so you know, some of my students that I've had that I've been able to coach on Zoom um, have just inspired me and have helped keep me going. Uh, I think, too, I'm very close to my family, so family is something that has definitely helped keep me going. Um, I've done... I actually, last year, I, uh, in the fall, I did a like solo road trip to go see some family, um, in a couple of different places that I actually hadn't been to. Um, and, uh, that just, I think brought a lot of life, um, to me was very life giving. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are just, those are just a few things, you know, that, that have helped. And obviously we've all had to find new routines and, That's, I think, just been one of the hardest things is just that huge transition. I mean, you know, a lot of performing artists um, in our community in New York, you know, not only lost their jobs for a while, some have had to leave New York, you know, temporarily. So, you know, you're also losing your home, your community that you've built for a while. And granted, I think it's it's all temporary. um, But, it's, it's been a challenge sometimes as to what to do in the meantime, as to how to keep up your art, how to keep up your craft, when there is really no outlet for it right now. It's, it's challenging, um, but um, there's still hope, and, you know, that's what we have to cling to Definitely. during this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, and I was just talking to, actually, uh, Jennifer at the Walton Arts Center, the PR director, I was talking to her a couple of days ago, um, just about a different series they have going on uh, currently, just a small concert series, you know, small audience members, and Mm -hmm. um, I said, yeah, I feel like each... Each event like this that comes up, but also almost each day where I'm seeing like the vaccine numbers and, you know, the the other numbers go down, I feel like every day it's like, is that is that light at the end of the tunnel getting brighter and brighter? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I think so. I think you're totally right. Yes. And I think people are starting to feel that as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and so you mentioned family has been a big thing for you in getting you through the last year. And I know a lot yes. of people would feel the same way. Um, and you mentioned you have family here in our area. Um, yes. Are you able to share with me any – you said you you grew up coming over here a lot. Are you able to share with me any of the positive memories or fun things that you've done in our area that maybe you've told John and Eric to you know get excited about or anything like that?
1: Oh, yes. I have told – John and Eric to get excited about just how beautiful it is in Northwest Arkansas. I've I've loved getting out um, and hiking mm. um in the Ozarks. I really enjoy that. So and I'm not sure that there will really be time for that this time around but you know I told them I said even if you have an hour or so and you can just drive out a little bit you should because it's so beautiful so I love that I love being um outdoors and so I just love being out in nature out there Mm -hmm. and then one of my favorite places to go to when I'm in northwest Arkansas is Onyx Coffee I go every day when when I'm there um so I have told both of them about that Um, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to going to Onyx when when I get there. Um, I love coffee and they're one of my favorite, favorite coffee spots. So so great. Yes. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I, I also have a couple of really good friends in the area. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Um, but usually, you know, usually when I come it's, it's just good time spent with my family. Mm-hmm. That's there. I'm um, just good quality time with them, and uh, and then just and I love. I also love Bentonville. I love that little area there, and um, and so I always enjoy with my family. A lot of times we'll go out and just walk around the square and you know go into any of the little stores and um, and I enjoy that a lot.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I love, uh, I feel like kind of, we kind of, you know, I'm sure you know, call it the corridor, you know, Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville, and yes, I feel uh-huh. like each of those cities just has its own distinct, like, personality and really feel yes. of the downtown area, even though they're all pretty close and, like, kind of smallish, but there has been yes. a lot of growth lately, so, yes. yeah, it's been a fun time to live in Northwest Arkansas.
1: Yes, yeah. I I mean, I've just seen it grow so much over the last few years. I, mm-hmm. think, it's, I think it's awesome and really exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's always, uh, I, I don't know, I was about to say it's always a bummer. Uh, me, as someone who, you know, wants people to see all of the best parts of where we live, Uh. It's. I was going to say it's a bummer that you guys have such little time when you come through here, but you know it's it's relative. Uh, you know you're right, you're coming right. through and bringing something so great, but um, yeah, Bentonville is so great, but and it's close, but also if you're on such limited time, it's hard to get up there for a day. Right. And, so anyway, well, you know maybe that's, you guys that's... will all have a chance to come back soon.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, I will for sure with my family and, you know, and Eric is not too far away. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but hopefully I can, get in a couple of things for John you know while he's there
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Since
1: he's never been to Arkansas
0: yeah um, well and so you mentioned the two shows a second yes. show was added because the evening performance sold out so quickly so again I think that just goes back to what we've been talking about showing uh, how hungry people are for opportunities yes. like this
1: yes I agree with that completely yeah I think they, they there was a pre-sale and I think the pre-sale almost sold out and then once they put the rest of the tickets out, um, they sold, you know, pretty quickly. So, yes, mm-hmm. they have added that second performance at at 2 p.m. Yeah, that Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, so there will be, uh, if you've really only if you've got tickets already to the evening performance there's that opportunity, but there's a matinee on Saturday, April 17th and of course the Walton Art Center is uh, continuing to adhere to all of the state guidelines on yes. um, social distancing and masks are required and uh, as far as safety protocols and all of that, so um, also limited tickets are yes. uh, available just to keep the audience numbered down, so very serious about all of the safety precautions that they're taking as well.
1: Yes, they are taking it very seriously, and I have read through all of their procedures. So <laughs> I really appreciate uh, the extent to which they are they are following through with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh... Two performances, Saturday, April 17th. Tickets are $25. They can be found on waltonartscenter.org or by calling the box office at 443-5600. And Erin, I just, I thought maybe we could end with just a couple of, uh, I'm not going to call it like rapid fire, but just some quick fun questions to kind of wrap up if that's good with you. Sure. That sounds great. Yeah. So what are you reading these days?
1: Oh, what am I reading these days? Good question. Well, I have this book right now that I've been going through on, um, Thomas Jefferson, it's called, uh, the art of power. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading that just, um, in preparation for, uh, 1776, whenever we're able to, to get that off. Um, one of the characters I'm playing is Martha Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So just taking some time to learn a little bit more about the Jefferson family.
0: Yeah. Wow. And what are you watching right now?
1: I am honestly not watching anything at the moment. <laughs> if you have any recommendations, I would love to take
0: them. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm one of those people who's just going back through all of my old favorites. I'm I'm in season nine of Friends right now, so you oh, know. Oh, <laughs> I love
1: Friends. Friends
0: is always a solid choice. Yes. Um, so yeah. Well, you know, I feel like there were so many things that really blew up this past year because it was totally born out of people isolating and just being locked up at yes. home. And and yeah, I feel like people are you know the weather's changing. It's it's I guess officially springtime now. So people are kind of yes. getting out of you know. Oh yeah, I'm in the middle of five different shows right now.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, I will say the most recent thing I watched, and I was way behind the game on this, but I the most recent thing I watched was Shit's Creek, uh, and I loved it. <laughs> yes,
0: I I think I'm in season four of that. Yeah, I love that show. So oh, good, it's
1: so good,
0: <laughs> it's so good. So what uh, what show tunes or soundtracks or soundtrack do you always have on repeat? You're always playing.
1: Oh, you know. For I did go through a phase where... I'm not currently in this phase, but I did go through a phase where I listened to Bridges of Madison County a lot. Mm. <laughs> I love the music in Bridges of Madison County. Um, I've also... I wouldn't say I'm currently in a phase where I'm listening to a lot of show tunes um, other than some of what I'm prepping for this show right now. Sure. Um, but before... As well, I went through like a a big light in the piazza phase um, because I love that. And then one of my favorite musicals of all time, if not my favorite, is Sweeney Todd. Mm. And so I just love that show. And so I could listen to that all the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) and of course uh one of the shows that you've been in so I'm sure that has something to do with your love of the show as well
1: yes I've actually gotten to do it three times I did it once in high school once in college and then the um the off-broadway production um that was running a couple of years ago wow
0: great Mm -hmm. and what is your go-to coffee order
1: Oh, Mike, honestly, just black coffee. Mm. I just like black coffee. Either that or I will do an Americano. Or if I'm in the mood for something a little different, I'll do like an almond milk latte.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Keeping it pretty basic.
1: Pretty basic. Yeah. But black coffee is like my go-to.
0: Well, there you go. That's it's going to be the cheapest order as well. So that, this is true. <laughs> saving this money. Is very true. Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned you've gotten into um, teaching over the last year. Uh, teaching, coaching. Do you refer yes. to it one or the other?
1: Yes, I refer to it more as coaching. Okay, um, coaching. I yes. Um, I, I focus mostly uh, with my students on um, the storytelling, the story arc of the pieces that they're they're bringing to me. Okay. Um, we'll work on a few technical things, um, but more so I coach them um, through the storytelling of the material that they bring to me.
0: Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and so on the, the topic of coaching, I... I don't want to oversimplify anything, but I also don't want to take up too much more of your time. So if you could distill just one of your tips, I I know, you know, there's so much out there, so many things to consider, but if you could just distill one of your tips down to, you know, someone comes up to you and says, oh, I want to be an actor. I want to make it to Broadway. What's one Mm. tip that you would give them?
1: (sighs) Hmm. That's hard because there's. So I know, many I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I would just encourage them to work hard because talent is one thing. There are so many talented, incredibly gifted people in the world, mm-hmm. and you've got to follow that up with discipline and strong work ethic. So that's what I would encourage. Somebody who wants to do this, and it's hard work. Mm-hmm. It it's it is hard work. Um. So you know, if they're game for that, then let's go.
0: <laughs> there you go, and then they can uh, come to you for coaching and get all of your other tips. And and <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> then I can give you more. Yes. About that. <laughs> yes. And uh, just another, you know, light quick. Um, do you have any favorite? Sorry, that was sarcasm about light and quick because obviously (laughs) the the tip was a a difficult one. Um, Do you have any favorite um, quotes or kind of a a motto that you try to think about often or every day or, you know, that kind of guides you through tough situations? Mm
1: -hmm. You know, there, yes, there is one. Um, Well, so I've got a couple. Actually, one of them I'm going to need to pull up really quickly because I can't actually quote it.
0: That's that's why I was being sarcastic. Uh, Let me just put you on the spot (laughs) and tell me your favorite quote.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay. So one of them is preparation meets opportunity, which I think a lot of us have heard that. Mm. You know, but that's that's just something that um, helps helps keep me rooted um, in the work. Um. Another one is, it's actually a, a quote by um, Sir Francis Drake, or I, you know, I, I guess, it, I don't know if it would be considered more of like a, a prayer, um, but, and this is just part of it, because it's a little long. But it says, um, disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we've dreamed too little, when we arrive safely because we've sailed too close to the shore. So that just, for me, just reminds me and encourages me to keep dreaming big dreams and to run after them with everything that I have um, and to pursue them with tenacity mm-hmm. because I think dreams are so important. I love big dreams, but then, you know, it's great to have dreams, but then we've got to take action to pursue them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that to me, that first part, that's a, it's a longer um, quote or prayer than that, but that to me um, just helps spur me on towards my dreams and encourages me to keep dreaming big and to take action towards those dreams.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing those with me and for indulging me a little bit in those questions. Yes. Where can people find you? Where can they keep up with your work?
1: Um, so you can find me on Instagram, Um, that's a, that's a quick, easy place to find me. Um, it's just, my handle is at Aaron LaCroix. So it's just my name. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's an easy place to find me. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's probably, I mean, I, I, I post on there a good bit about things that, that I have coming up. Um, and I mean, if you Google my name, (laughs) there there will be things that come up and I think, broadway world and a couple of other sources uh will they post articles and stuff of, of things that i do you know of other uh things that performers do anything that john riddle you know would be doing as well mm-hmm. and so those are those are ways you would be able to to find these out Perfect. as well
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, thank you again so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, yes, again, as evidenced by the ticket sales, people are very excited for a natural state of mind from New York to Arkansas, an evening of show tunes and more.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you. We're looking forward to it for sure.
0: Yes, well, we're excited to have you back in the area and excited to uh, introduce Northwest Arkansas to John as well. And I hope you guys have a great time while you're here.
1: Thank you so much, Jocelyn.
0: Great. Well, thanks again for your time. And uh, safe travels when you guys get on the road.
1: Thank you. All right.
0: Have a good one.